The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to the Hard Shoulder this afternoon, Father Brian Darcy, the author and the broadcaster. Uh, Father, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Kieran, and happy Christmas to all your team, and happy Christmas to all your listeners. And you know, it's, it, I think we're just getting into the spirit of Christmas now. It kind of arrived late enough this year, I suppose, because of the way it falls during the week. But I know I was out around town this morning uh, in in Skillen here, and it was just complete blockage everywhere. So I think uh, I think the spirit of Christmas has has arrived, and it's lovely, and it's a great atmosphere. Weather's not perfect for it, but you know there's a great atmosphere, and there's that spirit of joy, which is unique to Christmas. Thank God. How much do you enjoy Christmas as a person? Let's set aside your kind of pastoral duties for a moment. Yeah, you know, I love Christmas. Uh, funnily enough, I do love Christmas. It is, as you quite say, very busy for us at this time, and that's nice too. And there will be people who will come out to church uh, uh, over this weekend. I've been hearing confessions all week, and people say, you're not still hearing confessions, are you? And I say, yes, I am. I'm spending four and five hours a day doing it. And I'm, as soon as I, uh, before I come down to talk to you here in the afternoon, too, I was doing four or five hours there again. And, you know, it's nice and people come in for a chat and it's not the same old hassle that you used to go through. And I enjoy the chat with them and they enjoy the chat with me. And somewhere along the line, the, the mercy and joy of God and forgiveness of God uh, comes into their life. Um, but what I really love about Christmas is that people actually do turn to, at least to church in a way and, and will come out. And their places will be packed over the weekend um, Sunday and Saturday uh, and Monday, excuse me, um, and and that's lovely. And you know, I will never say to him, "Well, if you, why weren't you here during the rest of the week?" I said, "No, it's great to see you here today. And if you never come any other day, it's still great to see you here today." And do you feel, uh, as the the man on the altar in a situation like that, um, an extra sense of pressure, maybe to I don't know, to impress them so much that they will come back the following Sunday? No, and I, I don't feel it a pressure, no, and I, and I, and I don't try to impress them um, uh, because it's not about me, you know what I mean? It's not about me. They're not coming to see me. Uh, they're coming because they need to get in touch with even a memory of God, even a memory of goodness, even a memory of family. Uh, a memory of, of maybe even a smell of incense. Do you know what I mean? All of those things are, are, are left in our memory. And no matter how we try to eradicate them, as soon as we let our guard down, they'll come back to us. And and my only thing to do uh, today uh, and, and over the weekend and, and masses on Saturday and Sunday, uh, excuse me, I keep saying Saturday and Sunday, Sunday and Monday, the masses of that time, will be to make it, as much as I can, a happy atmosphere within the church, a welcoming atmosphere, um, a singing atmosphere. Uh, children will be number one, and if they run about, I don't care as long as they're alive and well and happy, and 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 maybe we'll give them a little present going out and all of that, so that they'll never remember a single word I preach. Never remember a single word I preach. And I'm 54 years ordained yesterday. And I can absolutely tell you now, there's not one person in this whole world, whether from Africa or America and the various places I preached on Christmas in, will remember a single word I said. But I hope somebody remembers we had a lovely experience uh, in the church at Christmas. That's all. And that's all God wants. That's what it's about. An experience of happiness and mercy and joy and, and uh, self-worth. I'm worth something. 
somebody does like me, this is right. There's a kind of a, I didn't think there was a spiritual side left to me. But, you know, as soon as I stop, close my eyes and reflect for a little moment, that peace comes to me and nothing can beat it. You know, sometimes we talk in the context of of teenagers and teenage girls in particular, there's this, I don't want to say crisis of self-worth because, you know, if everything's a crisis, nothing is. And the word gets a little overused. But there, there's certainly a, a feeling maybe that there's kind of been an erosion in their own sense of self-worth, this particular generation of younger people. And I just wonder, given what you've just said, to what extent do you feel that a kind of a, a communion with God might address that? I will. I, 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 an interesting way of putting it, Kieran, uh, and it's right to... Uh, I'm, I wouldn't pretend to be an expert on on teenagers. Um, I, all, I, I get on well with young people, and uh, uh, I think they get on reasonably well with me. Uh, uh, and they don't feel threatened, and I certainly don't feel threatened by them. I think they have a very hard life. And you see, what are the, you're talking about? The, you know, social media has so many good things that we shouldn't be called as complaining about it. But one of the really difficult things about it is that. It's, 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 it almost can destroy you instantly. You'd look up at something and somebody says something about it or you didn't get liked by somebody you didn't want to like. And so you become very conscious of that your, your happiness is in another's hands. And one of the things one learns as one goes through life is that nobody can make you happy or nobody can make you unhappy unless you allow them to. Uh, we, 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 we open our hearts to people and, and we, we have to have a self respect yourself, worth within ourselves. And that's all I would be saying. I think, you know, you, know you, you, you have so many gifts yourself. Don't start off by asking anyone for anything. You start off by saying, well, I'm good at this. I can do that. I have a bed to lie on. I have reasonable intelligence. I have, you know, you can just go through 10 things that you're to be grateful for. And it doesn't matter who you're grateful for. If you're grateful to your parents, to your teacher, or that's God doesn't mind being taken a second place because God's in all of those people. So, you know, just be grateful for your surroundings and be happy. And just to see, start off not by saying, I can't do this. Start by saying, isn't it marvelous that I can get up out of bed? Isn't it marvelous that I can dress myself? Isn't it marvelous that I have a bed to get up out of, you know? Um, and one of the great little phrases that I keep reminding myself of is don't let what you cannot do prevent you from doing what you can do. What are your hopes then, before I let you go, uh, Brian, for 2024? Well, they always say, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I do what I'd really hope for was that those poor people in Gaza and Israel and Ukraine would find homes that they'll be able to sleep at night, that there'll be nobody bombing them out of it, uh, that, you know, they wouldn't be caught in this as the, the meat in the sandwich between two powers trying to bully each other into some things. Um, and I just like ordinary people to be respected and be able to have the normal things, family, friends, love particularly in their life, because I think love is, is the central theme. I mean, that's the whole point. If I were writing a sermon about Christmas, I would say, the one thing about it is, isn't it wonderful that God loves me enough and you enough to come down from his high heaven and to become a human being, take on the same problems and bodies that I had so that I could be happy for the rest of my life and in eternity. It's not so much Hosanna in the highest. I don't believe that. It's Hosanna in the lowest after Christmas. God is among us so that we can go to God. 
Father Brian Darcy, once again, a very, very Merry Christmas. And a very happy Christmas to you, Kieran, and to all your family and all your friends. God Thank bless you. and thanks for the opportunity to talk. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.